Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout, alongside Garrett Jacobs-Meyer, Joey Nagel, and Alex Jefferson. Yes, sir. What is up, Red Sox Nation? Far and wide, close Hi. and near. Hello. With a quesadilla in his mouth, oh, Garrett Jacobs-Meyer. So I forgot about that. <laughs> um, the season has started. We're, uh, well, the Red Sox are actually playing right now. We're doing it during the day game against the Rays to wrap up that series. So the Red Sox are almost two series uh, into the season. And um, straight up, we don't have any topics. We're just kind of going to overreact to everything that's happened so far because there is a lot to react to. I mean, it's great to start the season out 2-0. and Yeah. So first thing, I think it's Seer I. They, Seer they, I? They completed two, two, two Seer I. I. And they're moving on to the third. I, I don't think know it's about that terminology. It sounds better than series is series series that. Yeah. Now that we got that out of the way, Joey. <laughs> yes. Take. I'm sorry. I, I did cut you off. Hmm? The cut first two off. games of the season have been fun. Yeah. Yes. I went, I went to a uh, opening day. Yeah. How was it at Fenway? It was sick. It's so I got to say it is super easy to get in and out. Parking is easy. Getting in. there are no lines anywhere, no lines in the bathroom, no lines for concessions. Um, it's really weird when when you're actually watching the game and you just look around and it's just not as full as you'd expect it. But it's still a very enjoyable experience, and I think it'll be a lot of fun um, when they can allow a little more people in there. Who uh, who are you with, Joey? I was with my dad and my brother. Was that like fun or was that boring? Because I kind of, I, seriously, no, this is my thought. I was thinking about this. I, I imagine myself sitting like with my family, part of the entertainment personally and no dig against my family, but mostly the entertainment from Fenway with my family is the other people in the stands around me. I feel like it would be a lot more fun to go with like three of your buddies to one of these bubble games because we can't see anyone else. You know what I mean? So it wasn't yeah. like, well, you were just like engaged. The crowd didn't, you didn't feel totally out of place. No, it was cool. Uh, the people in front of me bet on Alex Verdugo to have two hits, and the odds were plus 500. So um, he came up in the bottom of the eighth, and he had one hit, and they were they kept yell they were uh, yelling to him on deck. And then when he got up, hey Alex, I I got money on you for multiple hits tonight. Go get a knock. First pitch swing, he got it. So nice, that's fun. Pe- people got pretty excited. Um, Where were your seats? I was uh, I was behind the Red Sox dugout, but in the covered part. So grandstand fifteen. Those are tough seats. <laughs> no, they weren't too bad. I mean, there are no obstruct. There aren't really any obstructed views right now because there are so little seats in use. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, cool. yeah. I enjoyed my time. It was really weird when, like, watching the game and like having a good time was no different. But like, you know, every once in a while you'd like take a step back and look around and see that like the entire park is empty. Yeah. So that was kind of weird. But it was fun. I mean, I'm look I'm watching the game right now on like a different screen and it looks like there are a decent amount of people there. It does. It looks more like I thought more than I thought. Yeah, it's um it's no five hundred. Yeah. But when you look in the outfield, there's nobody there because they only fill the outfield sections halfway up. Which is kind of weird. Like, 
do you think they could fit a lot more people in there? Like, they could fit a lot more people in there safely. I think that uh, they could they could probably do at least twenty, mm-hmm. probably even closer to thirty percent. That's kind of what I, expect, be, I expected a twenty percent. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure anyway. we'll get to that soon. Yeah, yeah, that's Charlie Baker for you. If you can safely fit thirty percent, it's twelve. Take it or leave it. I'm just excited to have fans back in the stands. It makes the the game, though, like it makes it so much better. That's the way the game is supposed to be. Like, yeah. you can you can sense the energy on TV now. And hey, Jason, there was you this know what one it was guy. like? What? Remember when we went to that suspended game? Yeah, the twelve. That's 12 what minute it was game. like. That's what yeah. it was like. That was cool. I mean, yeah. there is um one guy in the the Baltimore series before the season started, where he I, he was like drunk or something. He kept like chirping the players, and because there's so few people there, you could hear it, and I love that. GK's um, pissed. I saw that. <laughs> he just he just like struck out and threw his hel- helmet on the ground. He He's having a tough time. Kike Hernandez is. Yeah, he is He's kind of striking out a lot. Yeah. Um. So let's get into it. So they played those three games against Baltimore that didn't count, and then they opened the season against Tampa Bay, uh, the game that Joey went to. And I gotta say, what a way to start the season! Eleven to two, they won that game. Nick Pavetta was great. It was an offensive explosion. The energy was completely different watching that game from my little dorm room, even with fans yeah. there and how exciting that was, and this team actually being early in the season and not giving up yet. It was exciting. <laughs> fresh air for me, honestly. Yeah. I mean, 16 hits, great. scoring 11 runs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I do want to talk about Nick Pavetta. He had sure four he had strikeouts four walks. and four walks. That's yeah. right. He was struggling with his command, but I yeah, remember but through the first ball. three innings, first three innings took forever. He was struggling with his command, and I was like, oh, wait, he hasn't given up a hit. So, I mean, it was working for him. Um, and if he can just kind of get some more command of his pitches i like what i saw from nick pavetta and uh he picked up the win in that one and then i mean again the offense just went off jd martinez has been carrying this team definitely offensively you love to see it is he he's like i need to actually get a box score i feel like he's batting close to 500 he was i think he's batting like 445 or something like that 455 yeah um, you'd love to see that. Yeah. No, he's back. He fixed his swing. He told us he was going to fix his swing, and he did. Yeah, and that's huge for this team. If we can get Jeannie Martinez hitting, the, the rest of the offense will just roll behind that. So, And Bogarts has started to pick it up after a slow start in the, the warm-up series against Baltimore. Yeah, Christian Vasquez has been killing it. He had the big homer last night. Moon bomb. And... Keep in mind, Raphael Devers hasn't really done much yet. So once we get him rolling again, offense is going to keep doing their thing. And but that's also I do want to talk about Devers. That's his mantra, though. Like he starts out slow and gets better. He does. Um, was it 2019 where he started out the season with no homers through like over a month? Yeah, and then like that, there was a game we we did a podcast the night he yeah. hit his first home run. That's game. right, yeah. and then he hit like 32 homers to finish off the season. So. I don't know why he's like that, but Raphael Devers just needs like a, a few weeks to get rolling and then he can break out. It's funny. Uh-huh. Didn't he come into the league hitting like like three home runs in two days or something against the Yankees? Uh, probably, yeah. I um, I bet someone will remember that. <laughs> I, the thing I want to talk about him with is, or talk about him 
is the um the pictures and like the photo thing they did for the new jerseys for the Red Sox. There's a picture of him in that set and he looks like an absolute child. He <laughs> looks like he's 12 years old and it's so funny. Thoughts on those jerseys by the way, the um what They're is awesome. it? the city whatever. They're so cool. Oh, oh, I have a comment, not a question. Oh. Those poses they were doing to advertise the stands were extreme, or the jerseys, extremely awkward. The picture of Verdugo standing—it's weird. Yeah, it's the arms weird, straight down. It's a weird pose. I don't get it. It's a really odd pose. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It, I feel like it's no. like Matt Ryan when he had to take a picture weird. of Crow for the best hair, like the hover hand. It gives me the same energy. <laughs> <laughs> his, stand, his stance was like hover hand energy. He looked so goofy. I it bothered. Yeah. I'm gonna look at it right now. Um, but no, I, I like really, the jerseys though. That's I like the six one seven patch they have. Yeah. Um, no, I thought. I mean, I I was pleasantly surprised by how the bullpen pitched on Monday night. Um, yeah, I mean, um, Matt and Drees. Drees's pieces was nice. What is this? Like, what is he it? had two runs Five charged to him because of um, it's because. That ball hit second base. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, was that when Devers made the – Devers has been really bad defensively so far. Was that um, – Did he? Well, yeah. during that game, Devers dove for a ball and Bogarts was going for it. And oh, yeah, Bogarts yeah. Jumped Bogarts jumped over him. over him. Devers was the only one without a hit in that game. Yep. Yeah. Very unfortunate. Bogarts he hit the ball hard, though. Oh, but then – Franchi um, Cordero, the French man. The franchise. He was out there performing for Joey. He had two hits, two RBIs, including a double. Um, was that the Huge game? Huge nine-pitch no? RBI ground out. <laughs> was it last night where he had that catch-up against the wall? That was yep. last night, yeah. Yeah. That the one that like, didn't, it didn't look like it was a, like a catch. It just looked like it had hit off the wall. Yeah, it was a catch, though. No doubt about it. And um, with Franchi, though, I don't like how Alex Cora is handling him. Like, I think Franchi already should be the everyday left fielder. I think he has loads of potential and he's already shown that he can do stuff. Last night, Franchi was two for four with two RBIs. He was having a great game. He made that great defensive play. And then Alex Cora pinch hit Kike Hernandez for him. Yep, and Kike Hernandez is me. batting like, what, 110? Hernandez batting 100. Did he strike out or did he hit a grounder or something? He's pretty sure out. he struck out. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 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 He so I don't out. love that. Um, Darwinson is still bad. Um, I think it was just a terrible idea to bring him in with the bases loaded and nobody out. Like, that is just not a good idea. Yeah. No, I don't know why they did that. He um, was fine last night, though. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know yeah. what to do with Darwinson. His control, like, he has great stuff. He just doesn't know where it's going at I all. I love that Carabas tweet. Yeah. I mean, if he can actually figure out how to control where the baseball is going, he can be an elite pitcher. And I think that's what the Red Sox see him as. Like, he has the potential to be that, and they see that. He just needs to figure out his control. Um, I feel like we need another lefty in the bullpen. I agree. That's not Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor um, kind of doesn't know how to pitch either. Yeah, no, he was good in 2019. Yep. 
and flash not anymore i thought valdez has been like pretty okay so far he has been he hasn't given up a run yet or well well, i mean he gave up a run last night but i was was honored runner on second base yeah exactly okay we're just jumping all over the place but that runner on second base rule i love that it's good i hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it really not not no back back years ago whenever you were like there was one unique rule in all of sports that would equate distance without actually having to do something there was one rule in all of sports that you could get towards your objective without actually having to make an athletic play it was the half call a timeout in basketball and move the ball past half court it was the only rule where magically you could progress towards the objective by something outside of the game so you call a timeout this is the exact same thing and it bothers me because there's no i can't think of another example where you take shortcuts towards a goal in sports it used to be just that nba thing now it's this too it bothers me with the nba thing though the nba thing happens every single game if it's close the mlb thing is only designed to do the exact same thing it's designed to manufacture excitement and it's designed to manufacture games ending early that's it's good for the market. Though. It's like, probably they're not crazy. doing it in the playoffs, so I don't have a problem with it. I think it's a good idea for the regular if season. Not doing it in the playoffs. Why do you even have the rule in place anyway? Because it's not really part of the because game. Because they don't. You don't need like eighteen inning no. regular. And they watch so yeah. And like I guess every single year, baseball's like revenue streams are going down further and further because nobody wants to watch 18 inning games and instead of making dumb rules like this we don't look at stuff that actually matters which is time to the, get to the plate with pitchers and the commercials that they shove in our face 24 7 that okay, but the, the commercials are because the pitchers game. need time to warm up every inning they've shortened that too yeah it's not as long as it used to be the time between innings is like at least 45 seconds shorter than it was like five years ago. I mean, I, I agree with you, Garrett, that there's a lot of other things that they can also change that impacts pace of play and excitement as well. But I think this is also a good thing that does that. I think not super offensive. I just think fundamentally it's a weird place in sports where you usually have to, it's the better man wins, but now it's like a gimmick that they add in to get you closer oh without having that both, both teams are getting it then is it not equal it's of course it's equal it's just like it's just and that's what you saw that. last night like the what? Rays scored in the 11th and then the red yeah, Sox yeah. scored in the 11th bottom in the 11th same in the 12th. I, guess, I guess i should just get over it and just be like more excitement i love the game of baseball whatever i mean when they oh, first oh. when they know. first put the runner on second last night in the 10th and matt barnes was pitching i was like this is the worst rule ever this is terrifying <laughs> but then matt barnes is apparently good now and he got out of it and then I was like, okay, this is cool because now we get a runner on second. It just bothers me. I it, it reminds me of that rule where you get the ball at half court without having to actually get it to half court. It's you get a guy in second base without actually having to get him there. It's just a weird place. It's a weird thing to do in sports. I guess I'll just get over it. I'll get over my like fairy tale view of what sports should be and just be like, it's exciting. It's better for the game. It's good for this reason and probably just get over it and love it. But at this point, I'm still bothered by it. I just, I, just I mean, because I spent like an hour conversation with my buddy last night on this. Me so, like, it, it reminds me of like college, fo- college football, like overtimes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like, I, those are very exciting. So like, like I, I understand what you're saying that it like changes kind of like the fundamentals of the game, but at the same time, yeah, I don't know if, if it's equal on both sides, I, I think that's fair. And it it's going to increase 
I think it'll kind of mitigate the whole like deadening the ball thing. If there are like long extra inning games, people aren't going to just not score runs for six extra innings with a guy on second every inning. Yeah. It's going to allow the players to have like closer to normal games every game. So they're not like dead the next day. Like this is a round game. Could you imagine if last night had gone 18 innings? As, as yeah, I get it. I'll stop romanticizing it someday. It, but in conclusion, last night was awesome to watch. It was yeah. very, very fun. <laughs> Here's what Lou Merloni said about the rule. Um, he said it's the best rule in the game. Would you rather have guys try to hit home runs for four to five innings and have the game drag on to the 15th? No, now there's strategy. Baseball finally makes a good call and everyone still bitches about it. That's a good point because when you don't have a runner in second to start out extra innings, you are just trying to hit homers because you can tie the game or, I mean, you can end the game with a homer. But when you have that runner on second, now you have a runner in a scoring position with no outs and that takes strategy. Do you want to bunt them over to third? You can have a, you can hit it in the gap and then you can score them and win it. You can score them on a single. Like there's so many more possibilities for the game to end other than trying to hit a homer or accidentally making it on base and then getting into that situation. So I think it's great for the game. Speaking of which, Christian Arroyo is awful at bunting. I was very disappointed. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, that was pathetic. He made up for it, but that was was really bad. Yeah. Well, now maybe players will focus on bunting. And J.D. Martinez is not great at base running. That was ugly. Oh my god, <laughs> that was bad. That was really bad. Yeah. I thought that ball was getting down too, but I'm watching the game on TV. The ball, oh, I don't think it was that. I think he just and... thought he had two outs. He didn't even look at the ball, he just went. Oh, I think he saw it off the bat and went on contact. Yeah, I they just could... they panned over to him at third base. Yeah, before the race even threw it back to second, and he just stopped. He was like, "Oh, uh, I like that the um that they moved Devers up in the lineup today. I like that he's batting second and not fifth. Yeah, what do we think I about the Red Sox lineup? Like Kiki Hernandez leading off, Alex Verdugo goes second, Devers in the in the five hole. I like Ben Attendee a lot better in that leadoff spot, even when he was having a down year. I'll tell you that right well, now. Well, he's not here I, now. Um, I like Marcus Lynn yeah. Betts at leadoff. I think that's your yeah. Best that'd be option. cool. That'd be. I cool. think I think Verdugo should lead off and Devers should bat second, but yeah. I like Verdugo I, I would a lot. Like, as a I wouldn't hitter. mind Verdugo, Devers, JD, Bogarts is your top four. That's not. I bad. love the idea of Kiki Hernandez leading off, but right now he's just not hitting, and I think he's much better lower in the lineup. I think it's too much pressure for him in the leadoff spot. I just don't think he fits well there, and I think Alex Verdugo is the perfect leadoff hitter, especially for this team. I also think that like you could definitely move Vasquez up. Uh-oh. <laughs> if only went to the flagship University of Massachusetts and got some of that Edurome Wi-Fi, bro. Yeah. I connected to Edgerome outside BU when I went to Boston. I thought that was really? Cool. That's sick. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so what um, he's trying to say is yeah. he wants Vasquez higher in the lineup. Which I don't disagree with. I think. Oh, hi, Alex. Yeah, you can hit him fifth. Yeah, you can hit him fifth. I mean, I feel like the lineup, what I liked about the lineup with Kike Hernandez leading off is it added more depth. Like when you have to face Devers fifth, that's yeah. and then 
Dahlbeck or Renfro sixth or whatever, Vasquez sixth. It adds a lot of lineup depth. But at the same time, the leadoff hitter is very important. And if they can't get on base, then it's not worth having depth in the lineup because, like, say if you have Alex Verdugo first, he's more likely to get on base than Kike Hernandez. Then if you have Devers second, Devers is a doubles machine. He can double in uh, Verdugo to start off the game, or he can even he can go to second, then Verdugo is at third. Then you have J.D. Martinez up, and then Xander Bogarts, and then Vasquez, Renfro, Dahlbeck. Like, I feel like Kike Hernandez can be more effective as like a number seven hitter because if he's really the hitter that they want him to be in the leadoff spot that can be more effective in the number seven hole because then he can drive some of those bigger hitters in if they're on base and it deepens the lineup in that way so that's a good point i also think devers benefits from having someone on oh alex <laughs> oh man rough times bro <laughs> at least his audio is better Hi, Alex. Hello. <laughs> Devers benefits from um, having people on base when he's at bat. Like, okay. Yes, sir. Yes. He does. Nice job, Alex. So, like batting him, batting him after someone who gets on base a lot, like Verdugo, makes more sense than having Kike lead off. Also, the whole momentum of having a good leadoff hitter to start a game. Yeah, I mean, that's why we had bets leading off. That's why teams like George Springer as a leadoff guy, Ronald Acuna, having that spark plug at the top of the lineup does a lot for a team. And I think that's much more Alex Verdugo than it is Kike Hernandez. I agree. Yes, Alex great. Verdugo is a definition like, think, of spark plug. He's I fun. think Kike had one hit, and I think it was like the very first game, like the first at bat he had. I don't even remember him getting a hit. Yeah, he got a hit his first at bat, and then he got picked off. That's and cool. then he got yeah, a that's hit right. On... <laughs> that's right. He got a that. hit on Monday as well, but that's it. Right. Two yeah, singles. let's see. He he has two hits and twenty at bats, and seven strikeouts. That's not very good. I, I don't like even know if that includes today. Five straight times. He struck out it today. Does. He's zero for two today with a strikeout. So, not great. Not great. He'll come around, hopefully. Maybe. Yeah, I just think a lot of pressure is put on him. Um, being the leadoff guy to open out the season. Being the ninth highest selling jersey in Major League Baseball ahead of Mike Yeah, Trout. what's that all about? Holy crap. That's insane. How is it even possible? You said he's ahead of Mike Trout? He is ahead of Mike Trout. Yeah, There's, It doesn't make sense. But that is absurd. Hey, it's a thing. I mean, yeah, love to see it. But um, Red Sox just scored. Yeah, they did. Red Sox just scored. Xander Bogart's driving in. Rafi. Rafi really looking like he's struggling to get around those bases a little bit. Got too much gum in his mouth. <laughs> Bogey's two for two. I love I love the way he's hitting right now. I really do. I'm telling he's you, this offense like, is all dangerous. all parts of the field, too. Yep. I love that he's shooting it to right field. Shooting it up to center. It's great. This offense is dangerous. When you get... Bobby Dahlbeck still hasn't really made anything happen. He got a hit today, his first hit of the season. But once he starts mashing homers, that's going to be huge. And I'm starting to think that Franchi Cordero is going to start to become like a very solid, like number six hitter. I, yeah, I mean, our that. last episode was just hyping up Franchi Cordero. So why stop? I mean, he, I love Franchi. He's been good. I'm so excited to see him play. 
I just want him to play more. I get they're facing a lefty today, but still, like, I say, he, but Renfro hasn't there. even been that bad. No, Renfro? Renfro's been fine. Renfro mashes lefties too. I'm calling he's a homer for him today. Hard. I think he's going to hit a homer today. Renfro's been Vasquez amazing is, in the field too. He's made some great plays out and right. Yep. Vasquez is hitting 375. Jesus Christ. Who's yeah. this? All sing yeah. all singles and an absolute bomb. That's how yeah, that moonshot to tie the game last night. I single, love Vasquez single, single, moonshots. Absolute I think um <laughs> they're like they're not swinging in bad pitches. They're actually like able to like read the strikes and like they've been walking a lot against the Rays this series. Yes, yeah. they were not doing that in the warm-up series. No, they were yeah, they're not. putting together some good at bats now. And um so to go back to last night's extra inning win, that was a game that you wouldn't have seen in 2020 for sure, and you probably wouldn't have seen in 2019. The way that they battled back and didn't give up on that game, they came back three times. Like, they were down Get up. in the game. Sorry. I love it. Just, Jason, turn around, it. Jason. Turn around. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Oh. Shoot. Vasquez, two-run homer. Let's go. Yeah, so Christian Vasquez is killing it right now. That was a bomb. Hey, that was all. Yeah, that was a, that was a bomb. Wow, that went over the monster. I think again, no biggie. I love that whenever Vasquez hits a home run, it's oh, cart time. Let's get it. I love this. Celebration. I love cart time. I got Vasquez in uh, DraftKings, so that's awesome. Um, I have to say, I really like that Alex Verdugo is wearing like all this gold gear. It looks. What? He's such a flashy player. It's sick. He's got the glow, the gold pit vipers on. Man crush Alex. So Vasquez is now yes, hitting 12 on the season. That's impressive. With yeah. two home runs and three RBIs. He lost weight and he's all-star no, game for Vasquez this year. All-star? Ooh. Who's this up? Nothing stopping. Well, I don't know. Vasquez who's better in the AL? On. He's, who's he's better in the AL as a, as a catcher? I mean, he has many Gary Grandal. Sanchez was and Gary, Gary Sanchez. Sanchez. Maybe Grandal, maybe Sanchez. <laughs> I can't really think of anyone ahead of him. Like Christian Vasquez is, you can argue that he is a top five catcher in MLB. Yeah, you can, and you should, because he's good defensively, and he's actually really coming around as a hitter. Very good defensively. I feel like we forget. Yeah. No, he. I he, think people sleep a on him. Game, or a couple. A couple times in the past few games, he's made some really good blocks behind home plate. As I was saying, though, with that game last night, you wouldn't see that in, 2018, or in 2019 or 2020. They came back three times. You got that Vasquez moon bomb to tie it in the bottom of the ninth. That's huge. Sends it into extras. Matt Barnes, two amazing innings, hitless and scoreless, and he strikes out four. That was huge. And he, then he looked like he was having fun. I know it was, it looked like he was a solid baseball player. I got myself I excited for Matty backpacks. It's very strange. Yeah. I mean, I hope he can keep that up. Um, and then the 11th raised score, thanks to the, the second base um, extra innings rule. And then Red Sox of last year probably would have lost after that. They would have gone into the bottom of the 11th and Rolled over and died. Exactly. But instead, first pitch, Rafael Devers doubles in the runner from second. 
off of our good friend Jeffrey Springs. I yes. love that. Jeff Springs. He's been so bad in this series. Because he's horrible at baseball. <laughs> yeah, and they brought in Chris Matza in the in the first game of the series, and he was pretty awful too. And they just left. Time Bloom's there. playing chess. He traded two of the worst pitchers ever for a great catching prospect, and then those two bad pitchers helped the Red Sox win for yes. like by playing for the Rays. The fact that it was off Jeffrey Springs, I love that. In twenty nineteen, in twenty twenty, Jeffrey Springs would have been the reason we lost that game. Probably he would have pitched for us and gave up a homer or a double or something. Would have lost but he was pitching for the other team and it was great. And it, and that's like that alone can represent how different this team is from last year. And then uh, Ray score again in the 12th. I thought we were going to lose at that point because we get down to two outs and then Alex Verdugo gets hit by a pitch. And that was clutch. I, he was, had no control over that, but it was clutch. That was a great at bat. <laughs> it was a great oh, at bat. That was a great at bat. Wasn't the at bat before it Bogart's, Barely missed twice, or am I thinking of something else? Uh, no, it would have been Arroyo. Or no, yeah, it would have been yeah. Arroyo. It was just his at bat yeah. crunch time last night where Bogart's barely missed on two inside fastballs right at his right in the sweet spot. He barely missed, but always ugly. But, yeah. yeah, so Verdugo gets hit by the pitch, and then a wild pitch moves a runner to third and second. And then who else do you want up in that spot other than JD Martinez? Nobody. That's the perfect guy. And then he hits it into right. And I thought a Rosarania was going to get to that so did because I. of the play that he made the other night. That was incredible. Yeah. And then he dives and it's over his head and the Red Sox win. And I was like genuinely shocked that that happened. I was not expecting that to get down. I was not expecting to win that game, but because of what it was like for us last season and in 2019 even, but then it gets down and we win and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we started the season two and up. Yeah, Arosa Reina did that twice last night. There were two balls that were scalded to right field, and he started in, and then he tried to go back on the ball, and it just kept carrying over his head. It's kind of weird. He made the catch of the year and then just completely dipped. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, though. He's he's the MVP of the series so far. I don't know. Vasquez to is it. starting to look like the MVP. It's, pro- it's probably Vasquez. Yeah. yeah. I'd say Vasquez. But- uh, another guy I want to talk about, we saw him last night come out of the bullpen. Tanner Hoke Tanner has Hoke. been optioned to Worcester. Oh, he is? Yeah. 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 No surprise there. It. I mean... Um, I mean, no surprise because they said that's what they were going to do. Yeah. But... Yeah. Not a good I, choice. I don't like it at all. I don't I think understand it's a move. I don't. Because... Explain. Okay. So, I, I heard this on WEI yesterday. So, they were talking about it... Um. Like, yes, Hauk is really good, and yes, he's probably major league ready, but if he can spend a little more time in AAA, he could further develop as a pitcher and maybe develop a third pitch that he can confidently throw. So that just does nothing but help him. Do we need him for games, though? Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, I mean... By the end of the season, he's going to be cemented in that rotation. Well, who's the odd guy out in the rotation that you would replace with him? Uh, I mean, if Garrett we want to overreact one time through the rotation, it's Garrett Richards. You can send him to the moon in the same rocket ship as Drew Pomeranz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to give up on Richards yet, though. No, no. I mean, he looked one time absolutely through. horrendous, but and he, he was the... formerly one of the best pitchers in the game. 
and he was our biggest offseason signing. So if we give up on him this early, that's not great. I, we got to give him more time for sure, but I think there's still there's still something there. If he can stay healthy, he has a potential to be good. And it's just one time through the rotation. I think that's the real reason why Tanner Hope got sent down is because there's not really a clear odd man out right now. It's way too early in the season to give up on anyone. They've all pitched one start. So and I think aside I mean, from Richards, they've all aside from Richards, they've all been good. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ivaldi was great. Tanner Hoke was great. Um, Pavetta was great. And then Martin Perez last night, five innings pitched three runs. Six strikeouts. That's like the most Martin Perez start ever. You love that. If we're yep. going to overreact early, I love our rotation. I think that we have some, like, it's nothing like last year. We have actual starting pitchers. Well, once we no more bullpen games. No more bullpen, Alex games. no more bullpen games. We're getting some starting pitching back, too, which is exciting. Yeah, Erod's coming back tomorrow. Tomorrow. If all the sale, August. Great. Yeah. Sale is just, they said summer. For when sales coming back, um, I whoa, I'm on the verge of doing something really stupid or really cool. What is what what? <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you guys after. Glasnow well, almost got his head taken off all on the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think Evaldi is like. Sure, you're right. He's cruising. How are you ahead of me? We're watching the same stream. You're ahead of me, Jay. I can Jason, predict the so. future. Joey's just got like the the VIP stream because he's yep. with Heim Bloom. Evaldi By the way, what happened to getting Heim Bloom on the podcast? Yeah, where's Heim? Uh, still working on it. Still working on it. Uh huh. I I still have his LinkedIn open on my computer. <laughs> Guys, fact that Evaldi has thrown only sixty five pitches in five innings is very impressive to me. Yes. Yeah, that's much better like than this. Nick Pavetta's like sixty something through three. So. <laughs> well, no, because like the very first game of the season, I remember I looked at the box score as I was getting ready to get in my car and he had thrown like 40 pitches by the time it was like the end of the um, second inning. So, yep. He was closer to 50 pitches at the end of the second inning. He might have been at 50 pitches, but you wouldn't you wouldn't know because he works so quick, which I all I of like. the Red Sox starters have been working really quick. Yeah, from what I've yeah. noticed, I like it though. That's a good thing. So, guys, this whole time because I think it's easier to get in the groove because I have issues focusing on stuff. I've been using a height a lighter to heat up this wine bottle opener and then Always stabbing with it fire against the cup. Yeah. So here's the question that I want to ask you guys: This is plastic. This is a lighter. This is plastic. If I heat up this wine bottle opener, I can carve something into the plastic, right? Could that ignite? I think you'd pierce the plastic. You'd, yeah. Well, pierce the plastic. That would definitely okay. be bad. No, you would like. Yeah. Be, no, you'd light the. You'd like heat up the plastic. Would, would it not explode? Anything? I don't think it would though, because it's not open flame. It's just hot metal. Well, what's in a lighter? Isn't it lighter fluid? And then if you, yeah, ignite lighter fluid. But I don't think I, I think it needs a flame. I don't think it'll just hot metal will do it. I mean, go for it. Cool. <laughs> I will. 
Is there any other topics we got? I hope we destroy the Orioles this yeah, we, weekend. We, that would be a nice bounce. Why back. do we not have? Um, I'm surprised they have. We're gonna have three series, three series of. Uh, what am I trying to say? In division AL East because we don't even play. Yeah, yeah. That's a little odd to me. I know they usually do that, but I don't know. What's odd to me is all the day games. Like we had. It is a lot of day yeah, games too. I was so surprised they were playing right now. All three Baltimore games. And they're off were day on a games. Friday. Today's a day game. They're off on a Friday. Baltimore tomorrow is a day game, and then Baltimore on Saturday is a night game. But then it's day game against Baltimore on Sunday. Then we play a four-game series with Minnesota. That's all day games during the week for some reason. Is 2 p.m. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. 1 p.m. against Minnesota. Minnesota. In Minnesota. What? The yeah, it's in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Baltimore is at home again. That Baltimore's in Baltimore. Weird. Baltimore's in Baltimore. Yeah, we go on the road. Ooh. But why do we have four day games against Minnesota in the middle of the week? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that all day games. That doesn't make any sense. I hate that. I don't know which makes less sense. Um, four day games in the middle of the week against Minnesota or a day game on a Thursday, an off day on a Friday, and then you play again on Saturday. Why? Because in MLB – Because it's Baltimore's off opening day. day. Mm. Uh, Their home opener. Oh, uh, yeah, but still, like, I don't know. Still a bit strange. It's a weird schedule. Yeah, what am I? What am I gonna do with my Friday night now? Now that I can't watch, watch the Red Sorry, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll find something to do. Let's see, Kike get a hit here. Can That'd we? Nice. Can we get tickets to an Astros Red Sox game so we can do? Uh, yes, we have UIO to bring team. inflatable trash cans. Yeah, I saw that. That was hilarious. I mean, throwing the actual trash can onto the field was a bit much, and I don't know how he got away with (laughs) dragging a trash can to his seat in the first place. But that was yeah. How do you get that in the park? No, he took one of the trash cans from the ball. That was like from the stadium. Oh yeah. (laughs) All right, here we go. June eight, nine, and ten are home against Houston. Gotta go. Oh, one quick thing. Um, in my. Final post for the Monday game against Tampa. Was it Monday? Yeah. Um, I said, like, Doogie had two hits and two RBIs with, like, an S. R-B-I and then S. One of my followers was like, it's R-B-I, not R-B-I's. Just saying. Thoughts on that? Runs batted in. Technically. Technically, he's right, but, like, everybody uses the S. Technically, he's wrong. Tell him to stop being stupid. Tell him that Because, like, you had two R-B-I. You had two RBIs. Tell them that if you're a native English speaker, the way you say things is correct. And if people tell you wrong, they're <laughs> wrong. Because that's how language works. People say things. And as long as you understand what I mean, then the usage of the language is correct. Literally. Right. By yes. definition of what a word is, it's portray meaning. If I portray You should be a lawyer. Fine. No, I should just you get paid should, to You should complain. be a linguist. I should just get paid to complain because I have a lot of stuff to complain about. But if you seriously are like, it's, it's, um, it's Caroline and I went to the store, not me and Caroline, shut up. Because everyone knows exactly what you meant and you're just a jerk. I, so I went to the... Uh, it's not there and there's no... It's not can I go to the bathroom, it's may I go to the bathroom. May I go to the bathroom. Oh, did you know exactly what I meant? Oh, wait, can actually make sense seeing as how you as my teacher in this specific scenario that I'm mad at right now do have the ability to say no. So can would be perfectly fine in that sentence. The amount of times Mrs. Fagel from fourth grade... Oh, geez, my bad. Anyway, <laughs> the amount of times she said 
bathroom? No, it's can. You're giving me permission or not. I physically cannot go unless you let me out of your room. I'm 10. Like, I was less than 10. I was eight. It's so annoying. It's the worst thing ever. You were eight in fourth grade? How old are you in fourth grade? Like 10. Right? I write the first time. No, I was eight. No, fourth grade. Fourth grade. Six in kindergarten. You're 12 in sixth grade. My mom teaches. I was five in kindergarten. I don't know what you're talking about. You're 12 in sixth grade. Seven, eight, 12 and sixth grade, 10 and fourth grade. I was 11 in sixth grade. Right. Anyways, um, this reminds me what Dave O'Brien said in a broadcast one time. Technically, it's wrong to say RBIs. You've already hit the plural on it. You hit the plural. Runs. Thanks, Dave. Wait, you just understood what we're talking about now, Garrett? No, I do. I just understand (laughs) the viewpoint now. Oh, I still think it's stupid. but whatever. You, well, then, what would it be like? R S B I runs bet like. Also, couldn't R B I mean run? It's this R B I main means both because it's the same abbreviation for runs and runs. So if you said and someone run, had four R B I, if you take the S off of runs in the acronym R B I, you still get away with putting the plural at the it's end. It's still R B I. Well, it's like the MLB. Oh, like you don't say the ball. Major League Baseball. Up, it's just Major up. League Baseball, but you don't say MLB. Like I, I watched. Jason, turn around. JD, was that foul? I was gonna say JD. Has was it? Wait, was it gone? Fair. No, it hit the wall. Uh, no. I love how goofy and grainy it looks through the screen. It feels like I'm watching like 1960s highlights of the Red Sox. <laughs> Jason's JD Martinez bang slaps a ball off the green monster wall. Can we talk about how bad Nesson is? Nesson, bro. Oh man, I talk so much trash about them, but Jemai's my guy. Their Nesson app is the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was two nights ago. They got rid of the ticker though, so I'm happy about that. They did. They what? The ticker the at the ticker. bottom where they would show like out of town scores and just like promote Charlie Moore Outdoor Dining Playbook. That's it. That was classic. That's been yep. <laughs> it's gone now though. You, you know what I like? I or, or you know what I don't like? They changed the intro. Like you know how they had that song. The yeah, I like the new one though. Song. I like <sighs> the new one. No, the new one gets me hyped. No, this they should have kept the old song, man. That old one was dun, classic, dun, 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 but that doesn't work without uh, without uh, Don Orsillo. Like that was Don Orsillo. Yeah, so, that the, you know what? I like the new I'm one. I'm not Fair. gonna lie. I like the new one now. Great. Last night I turned on a bunch of just Fernando Tatis highlights just because I wanted to hear Don Orsillo. I gotta watch the Padres. Yep, I've more. been enjoying watching my pod my Padres. They're on MLB Network every day now, basically. <laughs> It's okay. This part right here. And they got like the cool graphics yeah. like that are way too advanced for Nesson. I don't know how they did those. I love it. <laughs> the old Nesson intro. Devers' jersey is like all the way unbuttoned. <laughs> He's like, his, his, the only the top button that's buttoned is like in the middle of his chest. Devers is so funny. Thoughts on moving uh, Devers off third base? Bobby Bobby Dahlbeck was taking some grounders at third yep. for yesterday's game. Where? 
second? Just no first. I think Devers. Like should you play put Devers second. at first and Bogarts at third. No, no, you played uh, Dahlbeck at third. He's been taking grounders at third. Is that not what I said? That's what I meant. What? No, no, Dahlbeck at third. I get your point. Oh, yeah. Dahlbeck Bogarts at third. third Devers at first. Years ago, and that was not fun. I don't know. Yeah. Dahlbeck well, has made some amazing plays, like picking the ball. That's true. Devers at first, I feel like, would almost be worse. I don't know. He wouldn't he be pick? ready. I feel like it's just his yeah. throws that are awful. Yeah. Well, if you were to put I think Devers you could play second because. Uh-oh. Bye, Alex, again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Take two, go. Try again. Um, I think Devers could play second because, like, shorter throwing distance. I feel like he's always, like, soft pitching the ball. Yeah, but I don't know if I want to see Devers turning double plays. He's afraid to use his big boy strength. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. Dahlbeck's a good third baseman, though. I wouldn't mind seeing him there. By the way, the All-Star Games in uh, Colorado this year, which means the Home Run Derby is in Colorado, which means it's going to be insane. So many 500-foot home runs. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's going to be. Do you remember when um, Jackie Bradley Jr. hit one like 470? Yes. Yeah. I need a Red Sox player in the Home Run Derby, and it should be Bobby Dahlbeck. They haven't had someone in the Home Run Derby since like Adrian Gonzalez in 2011. Yeah. But the home run derby messes up your swing. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think it does. Well, maybe not anymore because players are trying to just hit home runs anyway. I also don't see how like one hour, two hours of hitting can mess up your swing. That's true. I don't see how that either would work. It's a good point. Yeah, well, that should do it for this week. Um, it was kind of all over the place, but... Um, excitement is kind of our reaction. Excitement for the season, bro. That's what it is. Yeah, we're just excited. Yeah. We're loving to see the Red Sox the play. Bottle on the excitement. You guys know when you have some particles floating around in the beaker, sometimes particles go to all over the place because they're excited, and that's me. Yeah. That's right. Our particles are scattered. Garrett knows all about chemistry. I know. Yeah. All, I know. Also, know all about being all over the place. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, good start to the season. We're excited to see the Red Sox play, and we're excited. We're going to be doing these episodes hopefully every week. That's the plan. Every time I've said that, we ended up not doing one for a month, but I'm pretty confident that we'll actually stick to a routine schedule. We're going to start recording on Mondays, um, get them out for you in the beginning of the week. So stay tuned for that. But for now, go Red Sox. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I got I to gotta go do my thing.